sports listeners. I am your host, Erica Salter, the queen of teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday. This is the whole hour of Tana Bobby Teen Athletes. And all those people and businesses that support those teen athletes. Well, I'm excited anytime. Well, first of all, Dr. D, thank you so much for the new commercials. I especially like United Boys and Girls Club new commercial. Mikey's in the house. We got, of course, the regulars, Ed Langlow. Since I forgot him last week, I'm going to put you know him in this. We got Emily Yurchison. Yeah, I said her name right. I'm hot. Dominique Hackett is behind me and myself. That's who is she? The queen of tea. That's it. Whoa! Dr. D. Ten months down, two to go. Yes. Until we arrive at what I have dubbed 2020, the year of perfect vision. Yeah. Oh, nice. <gasps> nice. I like That it. is what I am promoting. Oh, I And like I'm it. not talking about what you see through your eyes either. Yeah. That's not, I'm not talking about that. Okay. You want to figure that out? You come to my program on Sundays at 7 a.m., okay. 7 p.m., or Monday mornings at 1 a.m. There you go. Or go to the podcast. Happy guy. Yeah. <laughs> 2020, the year of perfect vision. Did Spread you the word. Up with that? Yes. That is so awesome because, I mean, I've heard yeah. people say, you know, 2020, the year without war, 2020, the year of this, the year of that. 2020, the year of perfect vision. Yeah. I can get behind that. That is awesome. And you know what's really interesting is I keep hearing different things about what may or may not happen in 2020 and this and that and the other thing uh, about this issue and that issue and the other issue. And I'm thinking, I don't care about those things. We need to start seeing what is real in our lives beautiful mm-hmm. you know and seeing what we want to make real that's right that's right very beautiful right. very beautiful so Emily wants to add to that <laughs> I just think that's fantastic I think that's so key the vision that we have from within and how we can express from a really positive open clear place so thank you so much for that yeah. I, I'm already going to start manifesting from that yeah. from that vision Go, Mikey what do you say to that Oh, Michael Baker! Mikey. <laughs> Sorry. Mike, he he, he likes it. He'll eat anything. That's it. He'll do anything for kids. That's what Mikey will do. Anything for kids. He'll do anything for kids. It's actually really warm in here today. Uh, well, it's a lot of heat, a lot of energy, Mikey. <laughs> I'm schwitzing from here to Miami already. So, uh, there's Funny. five people in the car right now laughing. <laughs> if this was broadcast in New York, it'd be a But here it's like, did he just swear? No, schwitzing. It means it's Yiddish for sweating. Um, things are good. Yeah, things are good. I, my thought in the 2020, mm-hmm. I, I don't, I, I'm going to piggyback on Doc. We did a vision statement uh, back in 2016. It was oh. a five year vision plan, and we called it the perfect vision because by the end of 2020, we would have accomplished the goal. So you probably told me this years ago, so I'm going to kiss Doc in the head because it's beautiful. So beautiful. <laughs> Too much love going on. Is that good luck when you kiss him on the head like that? Well, I know it's a little too TMI. Shreds him. (laughs) TMI. That's it. I just know this. Yes. It was about, let's see. 30, the first time I kissed Doc in the head was about 30 years ago, and I met my wife the same day. <laughs> so, good luck. It is yeah. good luck. It is, uh, awesome. Then he was very good luck. <laughs> 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 I don't know. I understand. 
Hey, we got to Ed, you got to say something. We're in our, in our intro here. Well, it, sound, it sounds like the basis of uh, Teen Sports Radio to me. <laughs> I think that's what we're all trying to do is give the kids a vision. Give the teenagers a vision so they can develop into into good adults and we're also trying to tell them hey we believe in your vision so if you see things that haven't happened yet we believe in you we know you can bring it about oh and they need to believe in themselves that's right that's the most important thing so we've got a lot of um good things going on today so let's take a short intro and then we're going to have a long show how's that all right let's take a break erica salda the queen of team we'll be back with more after these messages We are back, and this is the Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica Salder, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday. We're back, and we've got guests, and we're going to do a lot of um, talking, and we're going to be going over the whole 5G. But before we do that, because um, I didn't mean to cut Mikey, Michael Baker off, I wanted to have him um, go through a couple of things he's working on, because now, we talked about this last week, uh, we're at sharing partnership, you know, five your own locations plus your partnering so let's talk about that because it's again about the kids yeah when we talk about actual locations for boys and girls clubs um, we've developed partnerships with schools um, so we have in Lompoc alone we have three schools that we operate out of we operate at one in Buellton as well nice uh, two locations in Solving on, on different parts of the campus um, and then we partner with the uh, Glida Unified School District with La Patera and uh, they actually bring their students, all the kids in the program, all to the Boys and Girls Club. So nice. Um, yeah, there's no there's no better partner for us, or more logical partner than a school. Uh, when they close, we open. Nice. So when we're building, uh, we're looking at our growth strategy in the valley. We've opened in Buellton and Solvang, and people are like, "Oh, you're going to build a new building? I'm building a new building. That's crazy. I mean, it's you're talking millions and millions of dollars. Right. And you know, you already have a, a building that's already there. It's called a school." And, you know, when the kids are leaving, the beauty of that area, especially the San Inez Valley, you have the vast majority of people who live in the San Inez Valley do not work in the San Inez Valley. They work either in maybe down Santa Barbara or up in San Maria or maybe even out in Lompoc. So they're they're on the road at least 30 to 40 minutes a day driving to work one way. So if they have a traditional nine to five job, Johnny gets out of school or Mary gets out of school at three o'clock. From three to six till they get home, there's nobody there. Mm -hmm. So that's why we do what we do, and that's why we're working with the schools. And I want to give a special shout out to Dr. Haggard, Dr. Seaford, and and uh, um, Dr. McDonald, Randy McDonald, uh, Randy McDonald, Dr. Uh, Trevor McDonald in Lompoc. Nice. All three of those districts right opened up their right doors. Here. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Nice. And the food you orchestrated that with. Yeah, it's with Nancy Weiss. Who Nancy you, Weiss you gotta gets love it Nancy. right now. She, we love her. 130,300 dinners served last year at the West Side Club wow. through the Mobile Cafe. 130,300. Wow. How much did that cost us, Erica? How much did that cost the kids? Close your eyes. Zero. That's right. Wow. Zero. Yeah, totally underwritten. Nancy, she's my hero. Right. I, as I've said before... People say, you guys says this all the time. I say it all the time. It's the truth. Yeah. When my career's over and I'm building the Mount Rushmore people that have impacted my career, yeah. Nancy goes on the mountain twice. Yeah. Okay? Twice. Yeah. She's awesome. Well, we've, we've been blessed to have her on the show. We'd love to have her come back to the show. She's the best. Yeah. I'll, that bring, her. Would be, I'll bring her. Yeah. That would be I will great. Bring her. Because Thank you. it was her vision. 
It was. I mean, she had a vision, mm-hmm. and and it, it was. I'm sure it was a bumpy road to get it to where it's at right now. Because anytime there's change, you know, there's bumps in the road. But she's a kind of mentality that I'm going to go around you, underneath you, you know, I'm, this is going to happen because it's for the kids. And a lot of people don't realize. I mean, my kids went through the Catholic school system, so I don't care if they weren't hungry. I have to shove the food at them because the first thing the teacher would ask in the morning, okay, kids, how many kids have had breakfast? <laughs> I was Because I was a room mom, so uh, my kid was not going to be on that list, you know what I mean? Because it just looks awful, yeah, right? Yeah. But at the end of the day, I mean, the kids, how can, if you don't feed your brain, how can, how can they learn? And I know different stomachs are, you know, uh, when you wake up, sometimes people, I can eat, you don't feel it, you you just have to a smoothie shake whatever berries nuts something yeah. but if kids are not given nutrition yeah. how do we expect them to perform exactly. on any level mm-hmm. yeah, so it's really hard to yeah. concentrate when you're hungry yeah very hard to get and and if you're eating stuff that's just full of carbohydrates and sugar that it's really important I mean I've been a a teacher in the classroom many years and it's like you can tell those kids that are bouncing off the wall a lot of times they're they're sensitive to those everybody is right so it's really important what we feed our kids and and how we feed our kids right and it's really great to get them engaged this is Dominique so that they understand what they're eating for their bodies even if they're eating an apple you know a few slices of apple and some nuts. Exactly. Fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. And there's lots of ways you can be creative and have the kids be involved with what they're what they're making too if they you know be a part of that process. And they're wonderful even kids cooking programs and things like that. So, yeah, that's great. We were uh, we were big at St. Raphael's under Ellen Manning uh, prior to her retiring to have a snack in school Mm -hmm. so I don't know what public schools or what schools are doing but I know in the situation that we were in there was a snack time so to pick up those kids that maybe ran out of class late or went you know jumped into the car from the bed because everybody overslept something like that but there was always snacks in the class and I think there's there's kind of this archetype of the the starving um, uh, starving urchin kind of thing where if we're not fed and it happens with adults too we get in this kind of starving desperate mode so if you're nourished, if Snicker you're time. Giving, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but there's something emotionally about you know when you get fed that you emotionally get fed as well, right? You're supported. I have to point out one thing that's really inst- exactly what you're saying is when you get late in the month. Like right now, thirty first. Well, I'm speaking out of school here, but it's uh, well, talk about your childhood. Because yeah, but this it, why it, you're so it, passionate. But it's the yeah. truth. It's the truth. But when you get in the later days of the month. When you get to the 28th, 29th, 30th, 31st, if you're on public assistance like we were growing up, like I was growing up with my mom, um, you're out of money. You have no money left. Yeah. And if there, if if it, if that falls on a Saturday and a sun, or a Sunday, and there's no school, if it wasn't for the the free breakfast and lunch program, I wasn't going to eat. That's a fact. Yeah. And those are the kids that we're dealing with every day in our clubs, who through no fault of their own, I mean. I, I think everybody would agree that everybody deserves to eat. I mean, that's yeah. just a kind of a basic need. And it, I think people feel even worse when it's kids yeah. who aren't eating. So um, the next time you the next time you go to a school, if I could ask anybody that's driving right now, if uh, the next time you go to a school and you drop your son off or your daughter off, make your way into the lunchroom and thank the people that work in there because yeah. they don't get a lot of thanks and yeah. they're feeding a lot of kids that if they weren't doing their job, 
There's a lot of kids that wouldn't be eating right now. Yeah. It's a fact. It's just a fact. Yeah. So correct me if I'm wrong. I believe that 60% of the kids in Santa Barbara County are at or below poverty level. Santa Barbara County. Uh, yeah, you're, you're, you're right. I think it's in the upper 50s. I think it's like 58, 58%. But Santa Barbara County has the highest percentage in the state of California wow. of any of pu- public school children are classified as homeless. Wow. Number one. This, this doesn't make any wow. sense well, in a city does. that is as wealthy as ours. I, we need our citizenship to know and understand what's going on. We have epic problems that we are blind to simply because we just don't get out there and ask questions. The reason the reason that stat is is I can say it's it's, it's totally factual, is that within the within when someone's classified as homeless, if you're living in a house that's made for one family and you have three families living there, which is very common in certainly Santa Barbara and Goleta and and, and other areas in, in Santa Barbara County, um, two of those families are classified as homeless because that's not their permanent residence. It's not meant for two, three families. So, they, and most people go, oh, okay, I understand. That makes sense to me now. It's like, that doesn't make it okay. It's still an issue. It's a huge issue. When I first came to Santa Barbara, we had, at that point, we had three children and we were staying in a technically two-bedroom house, but we couldn't afford the two-bedroom house. We shared the living room. We blocked it off with a door with a mother and her daughter, and we shared our house because that's the only way we could afford to live in Santa Barbara. Yep. It's, a, it's, it's reality, and it isn't, it isn't only here. As I, uh, Erica knows my story, mm-hmm. uh, before I was here, I was in Anaheim for 15 years, ran the Boys and Girls Cubs there, and that is a really dirty secret in Anaheim, is we know for a fact that there's 2,000 school-age kids that live in motels in Anaheim. 2,000. Okay, and those are they're living in a room that's a little bit bigger than the studio we're in right now. Not much. Mm-hmm. And that, to me, is, I mean, it's certainly better than living in a car or living on the street or a shelter, but it's still, it's a tough situation to grow up in. So we hit the Boys and Girls Clubs, and there's other organizations that do this as well, but we really emphasize reaching those kids who can't get to us through no fault of their own. It's not Johnny's fault that they live in a shelter. You know, mom and dad, whatever decisions they've made that have caused the family to be in the situation they're in, that has nothing to do with a six-year-old. Nothing. And and they need to know that. Yep. They need to know that it's not their responsibility. It's like kids with divorce, right? Oh, it's my responsibility, right? They need to know that it's not their fault. Yeah, and, they think it's their um, fault. Well, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So how can people support the Boys and Girls Club? Well, you can always uh, go stop down to any one of our clubs. Uh, and it doesn't even have, again, I, not, not to... Not to talk away from boys and girls clubs. You support any organization that's helping kids, um, whether it's whether it's Girls Inc. or it's a YMCA or it's PAL or it's boys and girls clubs. Stop in and just volunteer. That's a great way to help. Uh, lend your time uh, and and expertise. There's a lot of kids who need people to talk to, get advice. Um, we just had a group this past weekend of uh, Rotarians. I'm, I'm a Rotarian. I'm in Rotary, and we had a group of Rotarians that sat with the kids for an hour and a half, and they went from station to station. We called it a corporate play date. And right afterwards, one of the gentlemen who's a retired architect said, I want to come down and talk to the teens about architecture. And I said, there's definitely kids that would love to do that. They, they had no clue. And, and we, just, we just had a situation the other day. This Erica is going to get ready to tear up on this one, Erica. Okay? I, love, I can't tear up. She's you joking. will tear up on this one. So. <laughs> the other day we had a ceremony where at the Santa Barbara City Council and we had the kids from our West Side Club were getting their gold cards that means they've attended the club 105 days or more so these children are going to City Council 
and um, there was 35 of the kids there and and they're all you know like 85% of our membership at the West Side Club is Hispanic and all the kids with the exception of one child that day happened to be all Hispanic that were were being awarded that day and as they're reading off the names and then when they finish reading off the name the mayor and the council members they're all standing there and I had the mayor um, I said could I say could I just point something out to the kids and she said certainly and and I said kids I want you to turn around and face the day the dais 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 how do you say it dais 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 well no yeah yeah dais dais there dais that's how you say it can you turn and face the dais and they turned around and there's I said this gentleman right here Oscar Gutierrez who's a council member in Santa Barbara I said he went to your club as a kid and they were just like what they couldn't believe it they they the, someone that grew up like me is now helping to run the city they don't they don't know that unless you show that to them so bring people in to see that so that's turned on a lot of lights that day well it's but it's all it's everybody it takes everybody it takes a city that embraces that lets you bring the kids in so, I mean, all these cities, they're special. Santa Barbara's a special place. Really and, you is. know, all of our adults who hold position in the trades, whether they're carpenters, laborers, equipment operators, and so forth, um, there is a deficit of uh, students going into the trades. So if you have the time to go by one of the clubs, the Boys and Girls Club, you name it, and talk to kids and encourage them, hey, you don't have to go into computer science. You don't have to go into a desk job. Our community needs really good tradespeople. I mean, um, we adore our plumber. Oh, my God, what a wonderful fellow. Wayne the plumber. Wayne the plumber. (laughs) But um, there is a severe deficit of students looking at trades as a uh, employment it's opportunity. only going to get worse. If I can speak to that, because I taught the apprenticeship program, we used Dos Pueblos High School. We used their shop class, both Santa Barbara and Santa, uh, Dos Pueblos, for their apprenticeship program because they were not using their shop classes anymore. There aren't a real dearth of shop classes at the school, so the kids are coming out with no practical knowledge, and then the unions have fallen apart, so the apprenticeship programs basically are non-existent. There is no, I was in the heating and air conditioning trade, so the sheet metal apprenticeship program is non-existent in Santa Barbara. That's the biggest reason. You have to go to Ventura or even further Ventura. down to Orange County well, for Ventura, the apprenticeship program. They yeah, have a program there, but but uh, yeah. yeah, that's that's part of the reason. Well, that was one of that. You talk about that, Mike, because you you have brought that up, and we've t- discussed this over the last five. You've been around six years, seven um, five almost years, almost five, five years, five years, and that was we were fooling around like, okay, if you had X number of dollars, what would yeah. you do? And at the club, you would have just you know, expanded, made the second story, mm-hmm. art, music, and yeah. then the trades, trades because no we don't have it. a trade school. So you, when you have the kids and you need all you really need is the people and who wouldn't donate time, honestly. We have an abundant retirement community here. Not like, you know, you can golf three days a week instead of that, you know, that kind of four. morphs off into the homeless issue as well because if you talk about the lack of housing in California and you set a target of so many thousand homes, you couldn't get the labor to build the homes that you've targeted. Because they bring them up from LA. There. Well, yeah. well, that's try what they and do. do it in LA. Yeah. Yeah. Try and do it in LA. Yeah. Yeah. Try to build that many houses in LA. 
you won't bring in enough uh, labor, uh, skilled mm-hmm. carpenters, skilled electricians wow. to build those homes. Wow. This is it true. It can't be done. Yeah. Wow. No question. Yeah. yeah you're, what, you, what you said is 100%, 100% accurate. And um, yeah, so we yeah we trade schools are really important. Um, we in fact there was was about maybe two months ago, maybe three months ago, I was on a different show. Sorry, it was a different show. <laughs> you're you're co-host. You're not leaving us. <laughs> I was on a different you're show. A guest on a different and show. And one of the gentlemen, in fact, co-host on this. Doc show. produced the show. I remember him mixing it, and Uh-oh. we had a gentleman that owns a crane company. Big Red Crane, Mike Dawson's a former club kid, one of our car, our car club. He said on the air how difficult it is for them to get diesel mechanics. He said oh, we can't. Yeah. He goes, we can't get them. Mm-hmm. He goes, he goes, and those folks are going to make hundred, hundred twenty-five thousand dollars a year right away. Boom, wow. you get your train. It's not that. It's not that. It's 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 people need to go into it, and you tell it to wow. kids like what I can do. They don't. They're not being told this. Wow. It's a vicious circle because yeah. if you if you have a lack of housing, supply and demand is going to drive the cost yep. of the housing up. But if you don't have the people that can afford to live in those houses to do the work, to operate the cranes, to do the yep. diesel mechanic work, they can't afford to live here. So, and, and the less of them that live here, the more expensive the housing gets. Yep. It's just a vicious cycle. Well, uh, part of it, too, is uh, the quality of education where we need to pass on to our kids deep study. Take something and go deep with it. Yes. You have a love of carpentry? Yes. Find someone to mentor you yes. and go deep with it. Yes. Love mechanics? Go deep with it. Find your song, right, Em? That's right. Well, we can't <laughs> wait to get to your section <laughs> a little later. <laughs> Let's take a little break. It's Erica Salt of the Queen of Team. We'll be back with more after these messages. We are back, and this is the Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I'm your host, Erica Salter, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday. Dominique, where can you find us? Ah, on the internet, teensportsradio.com. But we're also on the radio multiple times. Do you know, not only are we on right now at 9 a.m., we're also on Tuesday at 11 p.m., Sundays at 6 p.m., and Mondays at 3 a.m. So you can catch us. We were at the store, I don't know, about a month ago, and I'm at the line, registered, checking out, and I get tapped on my shoulder, and someone goes, are you on the radio? She just walked in early. She works graveyard, okay? So she listens to the 3 a.m. show. And, uh, you know, Terry Cooper's eating a piece of pie then. She always says that, so I'm allowed <laughs> to say that. It's not being bad about Terry Cooper. Uh, we love Terry Cooper. Uh, so, and I'm looking at Dominique, I'm like, oh, man, you did you say, I mean, this is a joke, right? So it's, like, it's kind of fun. She goes, I love you, Sean. I go, oh, I love you for listening. It was a love fest. And then, because you're on the counter, right? So everyone's looking at you. And this is that I Famous. like to create my own energy, but I don't like when all the stuff like comes down on me. I'm like, no, run. So you know, it was kind of cute. So I don't know. So yeah, it was pretty funny. Em, you brought a, a dear friend. I did. I brought, I brought in. a guest. And then my wonderful guest, Kimmy Van Dyke. Bought, brought another guest, Miriam, <laughs> here, and they're going to give us the full 5G update. We've been exploring.
exploring that in in depth on the show and so really grateful to have both of them here so Kimmy would you like to introduce your guest that would be great thanks for having me Em and Erica it's really great to be here again Um, so yes Miriam Lindbeck she's a beautiful light being on this earth and we're so glad to have her on our team uh, which is 5G free Santa Barbara Um, she's a, a specialist in electromagnetic radiation and a building biologist which is another career if the kids are looking at something that they want to get to in a in this new realm that we're going forward to check it out building biology and she went to the international institute of building biology and ecology to get uh to get her training and um so she's going to be talking today about parents for safe technology we're actually going to be doing a um a zoom it's our first one we're trying different things um you know we've done a meetup at the park and we've done a movie night at the center of the heart and um We've been at the farmer's market a, a couple of times. We're going to be there this Saturday. If anybody is out there, you're probably not going to hear that in time. But um, but look for us there again. And um, and the next thing we're doing is a Zoom. So we'll be online. We're trying to connect with those parents and those moms and dads. And so it's going to be at 11 a.m. on Thursday, November 7th on Zoom. And if you go to our website, which is uh, 5gfreesantabarbara.wordpress.com, you can get the Zoom uh, um, code to get into that and it starts at 11 a.m. and we'd love you to join us bring your questions and we'll be teaching you great ways how to get wired and just mitigate um, the radio frequencies that are already around us everywhere so Miriam I'm gonna hand it over to you what can you tell us well hi everybody this is so much fun for me radiated such good energy. Isn't she? Oh my God, they're totally in the whole little tribe. You know, let's hope that's healthy radiation, right? (laughs) I brought a dog along. That makes a big difference. So you've been exploring 5G here. Now see, I am so bad because I haven't heard any of your 5G stories. (laughs) So I'm not sure exactly what you want as an update. Um, Do you want some general information? Do you want some really specific things I can throw a bunch of different things at you. So we have one of our co-hosts, teen co-hosts, his uh, street over near the Hope Annex area, over kind of before Galita, I guess no Lita, uh, they've been informed that pretty much they're all getting 5G in front of all their houses. And in particular, because I believe the Hope Ranch, and I'm speaking from what I've heard, uh, that they were successful in voting that they didn't want 5G in their uh, community, and they have the ability to do that, which is fantastic. So what we're looking for is information about how do we find out about what might be going up in our neighborhoods, because I've seen new light poles going up everywhere, and I'm very suspicious, because I used to be in construction, and I know a little bit about some of this stuff, that new light poles mean they're probably engineered so that something can get put on top. It's so true. I'm, I'm curious what we can do to find out about what might be happening in our neighborhoods, and what can we do to slow the this process down because I just want to see that technology improve and maybe you could speak a little bit to why it's not currently good and maybe what could be done to make it better share what you know this is the big load that you've just brought in thank you so much for that Kimmy was outside of her apartment on the street and she saw a pole going up wondering what this was and apparently you had the chance to speak with the installer or somebody you spoke to someone 
But you got hold of information on some of the installations going on. In I town. know Is JP did. JP, yes. yes. There's yes. a lot of people okay. um, yeah. Yeah. Asking, asking questions. We all Lots have to of be questions. asking questions. If so, you do see yeah. someone, um, you know, in a white truck with no markings on it and they're digging Go up your street, get on out there pronto, ask them who they are, ask them what they're doing, ask them if they have a permit, and if they don't have a permit, then you need to report them because a lot of these installations are not um, are not uh, what's the word um, legitimate not legal not legal <laughs> yeah they haven't been approved oh, sure. <laughs> right right we could we could come up with a whole list of <laughs> whole list of things so that's that's so a good here, one this, to know this is a big big key problem 5G, and that G stands for generation, it's not just the next step up from 4G, which is what we're still operating in. We're operating in 3G, 4G, still have a little bit of 2G left. 5G is going to use what they call millimeter waves. They're little tiny waves, and they have an extremely fast frequency. The problem with really fast little waves like that is that they do not propagate well. They just kind of peter out in the air. If they hit a leaf, they can go down. If they hit a molecule of water, they can go down. So so if I say the butterfly is affecting my uh, phone transmission, I'm probably correct. Yeah, but this butterfly you don't like. <laughs> this is a butterfly of a beast. It's a beast. So what industry is doing is they're trying to propagate that short wave and it's intense frequencies because it's a very good data carrying wave they can pack tons of information on that video photos texting phone calls everything that we're doing um, they call it massive input massive output and you know using airspace for 22 different channels you know 22 times the magnitude anyway they need to put poles every two to ten houses Get that? Two, to, two ten to ten houses. How far is that? That's like 500 to 1,000 feet. Yeah. Anywhere well, to 100 to 1,000 feet. block is 300 feet, feet long. Yeah. Right. So, so you would find... 1,000 feet, that's three and a half city blocks. So I or less. Tried to get that. Or less. Or less. Well, if it is virtually line of sight... So it is virtually line of sight. forming. be less than that. Which is a little different. So there's a lot of technology that's going into 5G. I thought I just picked this up. You're getting magical My phone is never on. I always put it on airplane mode. And I love the music of it. <laughs> so the the five G technology, the reason why we're all being concerned about it is that it's something that our human bodies have not experienced before, and so there's not a whole lot of science geared up to how our bodies are responding to this. But there is some that we're not being told about, There's too. There's a lot of existing science, 3G, 4G, and they are working with 5G. If we understand that our bodies, which are very delicate electrical systems, operate often at the Schumann resonance, which is between 7.83 hertz to up to 10, because the Earth's uh, magnetic field is beginning to change a little bit. We've operated a very, very low frequency. With 4G right now, we are in what they call the megahertz range. This is incredible because megahertz is a 
million pulses a second. Oh my goodness. We do 7.83 pulses in a second. Wow. Then the gigahertz, which is 5G, is a billion pulses a second. So this is why we need to turn the Wi-Fi off at night when we go to sleep. <laughs> this is why and yes. why night, we're night seeing so much chaos and disorder in biological levels. And then that's starting to translate now into health levels. And it is not made for the human body. It's not made for bugs, birds, bees, trees either. These are man-made radio frequencies that they have to use a transmitter and a receiver. That's why they call them radio frequencies. And this is not what the human body or the whole planet is built for. Wow. So 5G is not only going to be too close to you for our own health, they are going to be adding the 4G antenna to the 5G antenna as well, to the same pole. They need each other to work. They do need each other, but the 4G right now is on macro cell towers. They're about a half a mile to four miles away from us, and we can still get our cell reception. And it is kind of an orb that, that shoots out. The 5G, when it's going to be an on-demand system, okay, so that's going to be coupled on top of the 4G. Now, the 4G runs 24-7. It never shuts down. 5G is going to be on-demand. So if someone's walking down the street and they decide they want to download a video really quickly and they put out a call for a 5G signal, they will be sent a beam-formed, accelerated radio frequency beam that is directed straight to their device. So all our clothes are going to have to help with the demagnification. We're going to need a tinfoil suit. To have, yeah, so, suit, yeah. helmet. As long as they keep it sub-6 gigahertz, we'll be able to really protect ourselves. Mm -hmm. Once they start taking it up to higher frequencies, mm -hmm. what we have in terms of protection may not work. Everyone's going to be walking around in Santa Barbara in Kevlar. Mm -hmm. No. Oh. Let's take a little break, but but we all have to process that anyway. All right, yeah. so a lot of processing yeah. going yeah. on at this break. Yes. All right, Erica, yes. very big. Erica, we nobody's everyone's like don't know what to say. So let's take a break. Erica Saul, the Queen of Teen, will be back with more after these messages. back and this is the Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I'm your host Erica Salder, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday. Okay, that was really deep and uh, what we're going to do, Miriam, if, if we can get like some contact information, if somebody wants to reach out to you or if you have a site or just more Facebook page, whatever you can do to provide, yeah. Yeah, and our Facebook page for the uh, 5G Free Santa Barbara is a, a great place to go um, for just joining in on the awareness of what 5G is, Great. what it means for you, what it doesn't mean for you. Uh, so there's a lot of good things going on that I really can't discuss at this point. But there's some very hopeful, big mm -hmm. movements mm -hmm. that are really starting to take, take shape mm -hmm. with tremendous guidance to hopefully put a moratorium. Oh, yes. that would be slow so this down mm -hmm. yeah, and to work absolutely. with city officials and all. Do you so, uh, also have uh, 
have information about people contacting you regarding building biology. Absolutely. Because Let me give this you is that a info. new science that's really critical to people's health. You know, it's been around since the 1980s. It started in Germany and finally came over to this continent. But it is not well known, but it happens to be the need of our times. The building biologist is the answer, as well as physicians that do functional medicine and work with the illnesses caused by this. These are the new, this is the new paradigm. This is the new life we're going to have to come up with. Do you have a website? Or? I have a, a, a website that is actually being built at this point. It's called the EMF Global Resource Guide. Woo. And I'm also taking over an existing site. It's got 15,000 studies on it, and it's called the emfrefugee.com, and that will be coming up soon. That's beautiful. But to reach me, you can reach Miriam Lindbeck at 805-452-0954, and you can reach me at Miriam, M-I-R-I-A-M, Lindbeck, L-I-N like Nancy, D like dog, B like boy, E-C-K, at sbcoxmail.com. It's a bit long, but that's it. Awesome. Okay. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, and everyone right else, now. just please go to our uh, website so you can link into all these other resources, and we're working on a brand new website, so that'll be amazing. And give them the name again, Kimmy. Yes, so that's uh, 5Gfreesantabarbara.wordpress.com. That's where we're currently at, but we're probably going to get rid of the .wordpress part soon. Okay. Well, you know, the Zoom meeting is really awesome because people can do that really easily on your phone. It's a, it's a free app that you can download, so you you can either watch or just do, just listen in. Correct. And you can participate. Yeah. So you don't have to have a computer. You can do it from your phone. So the Zoom meeting is really awesome. And keep your phone um, away from you. Distance <laughs> is your friend. Right. Okay. So there's, and there's some wired points. would be best. <laughs> really. So please give your yeah. really quickly, you guys. Yeah. Keep your cell phone in airplane mode when you're not using it. Because that thing is transmitting and receiving. It's a transceiver constantly. And that's going straight through our bodies if it's really close to us. And it's transmitting even when it's off. Well, when it's understand on, that. When, when it's Apple on airplane mode, well, there's two antenna that will. Yeah, exactly. GPS. Apple has changed its technology so that it's making use of the Bluetooth function. And even though your phone may not be communicating to a cell tower because it's off, it is talking to all of the devices around it, telling it where its location is right. so that you could then find it if you lost your phone or something right. like that. Oh. So that oh, things, that's the special. new technology, mm -hmm. yeah. your phone is always on. So I actually keep my phone, I have, what do they call it, a Faraday bag? Faraday bag. Yes. 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 Faraday bag. I, I put it in a, when I'm not using it, I, I literally block it off. And there's a lot of things that we can do to protect ourselves. Hard wiring is absolutely wonderful. Keeping the cell phone away from your body is another, cutting back on our use of it. And there are there are, are protective shielding materials that we can use inside of our homes, even our cars, and there's clothing that we can wear as nice. well. Wow. And then how we operate our own selves every day and our children. Please, everybody, do not give your child yes. your cell phone please. or any uh, tablets or anything like that. Those it's, are it's radiation not a good idea. They're devices. They are not toys, and yeah. they should have been presented as very, very. Um, rarely used tools yeah. that's how they should have been presented yeah it's very harmful thank yeah. you so much yeah. take a break we'll be back with more after these messages
We are back, and this is the Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I'm your host, Erica Salda, the queen of teen. Please turn in. Every single Tuesday. You're up, Ed. Right, for for this week's If Only I'd Known. If Only I'd Known is a mentor's moment with the teens here in the studio, as well as those listening into the show. Today's topic starts off with a movie, Back to the Future. I'm hoping you saw it. It came out in 1985, so some of the younger folks may not have. Uh, Then later, there were a couple of sequels. The trilogy was a satire on time travel with Michael J. Fox as Marty McFly, a teenager and the star of the show. Christopher Lloyd played Doc Brown, the crazy scientist in Hill Valley that creates a time machine out of a DeLorean car. Uh, I like the first one best because I think I related to the nostalgia in it, Uh, but I didn't get pulled into it uh, with any thoughts about time travel or going back in time and changing events so my current day life would be different like they did in the movie. But uh, after watching one of the sequels where Doc Brown goes into the future then comes back and tells Michael J. Fox's character he needs to come see the trouble his kids are getting in, I did. I got caught up in the fantasy of time traveling into the future and then coming back and doing something differently in my current day life to change what I didn't like about what I saw. And I thought about how fantastic that would be. Then it hit me. Actually, you can do things today that will definitely change your future. Maybe you can't time travel into the future or see how things are going to turn out, but you can picture how you want things to turn out and think about what you can do to arrange for that to happen. Boy, if only I'd known when I was young how a little foresight could change my life. So think about this. Just to put things in perspective, how the small things can change it all. Try going to your parents and asking maybe, what small thing, if it wouldn't have happened, would have changed your life radically? Uh, Let's just suppose that they met in a store. If they didn't walk into that store, they never would have met, and that would have changed things drastically in their lives. In fact, you may not have been born. If something as simple as walking into a store can affect your life that drastically, what could a a more direct effort do to arrange your future? Promise you this, if you imagine time traveling into your future and see things you'd like to have happen, then come back to reality and do something to help that come to pass, your future will be brighter for, for it. In fact, you may want to go out and buy a good pair of sunglasses because your future will be so bright you'll need to wear them all the time. (laughs) Listen in next time when the topic will be Speak Softly but carry a big stick. Oh, not. Emily's going right. to piggyback on that because right. I love it when they do the go. <laughs> you got this, Em. All right. So um, I, it does piggyback what I was wanting to talk about, which is that quote by Shakespeare, to thine own self be true, because I think that idea of getting in touch within with your truth we you know we just talked about the 5g and all the things that are going on we've been talking about pesticides and all these things that we don't have control over but we have a truth within us and i really believe i had um 
when I was uh, when I was uh, my dad had died ten, about ten years ago, and he came to me in a dream. And my dad was my very best friend and confidant. And he came to me in a dream, and he gave me this ratty paper bag. And um, I, I said, "Why are you giving me this ratty old paper bag?" And he said that I um, just open it. So I opened the ratty old paper bag, and in the bottom of the bag was that quote by Shakespeare: "To thine own." self be true and so I held it and I looked at him we both had tears in our eyes and I said dad you, you gotta go <laughs> and so he he raided the refrigerator and then he flew out the window and left and so that's my typical dad but anyway a week later I was in a, a recording studio and I had the courage to start to record my very first song which is what my my work is based on really being your authentic self expressing your creativity being the fullness of who you are and I asked the man who was recording me I said why is it that you started recording your own music because he was a music teacher as well and started doing this and he said it's like that Shakespeare quote he looked at me and he said to <laughs> thine own self be true and I, that would have been it for me <laughs> <laughs> well, it and and to me, I think with these kids that there's so much they are bombarded, they're bombarded with, right? There's so many struggles that they have to overcome, but there is a truth within them that rings so true to who they are, and if they can start to get in touch with that, music is a great vehicle. That's what helped me. I found my voice through music. Art is a great vehicle. Theater. Um, there's all sorts of things, ways that you can do that but they have a truth and they have a power within them that is unstoppable that's the bright light when you look forward and and then look back the the sunglasses are because you were true to yourself that's right <laughs> we just do it every week coming up on 10 years son of our make somebody happy today god bless see you next week